All right, so welcome everyone. Today is June the 28th. This is our All Lives Matter call with Dr. Alex Lloyd, Dr. David Peck. My name is Johanna Chan. I'm going to assist them today. Alex will be a little bit late, but he will be joining us. Um, but before we hear from uh, David, who's going to start us off, I want to share this disclaimer. This presentation is for education and informational purposes only. And since we're going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand this information is not intended to heal or cure anything. Everything in the presentation are the opinions of Alex Lloyd, David Peck, myself, or you if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. All right, so David, I guess you could take it away. Go ahead and start. Hey, okay. I'm not gonna be able to introduce the good looking guy in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I can. <laughs> anyway, so thanks, Johanna. Um, yeah, I'm Dr. David Peck, and uh, our fearless leader will be here shortly, hopefully. Um, so today we're sorry about last week. We um, had a technology um, glitch that occurred, and um, so we had to cancel the call last week. But we're going to take up the issue today that we were... Um, planning to address last week. And that is the beginning of a new series of um, related to the seven heavenly virtues. And this is going to be a little bit opposite to what we normally do with the healing codes. And that is to address and heal um, issues, negative issues, problems, uh, traumatic memories. This is in order to counterbalance the um, seven deadly sins using positive virtues, the kind of things that we, we want to achieve. And so um, we thought we would go in reverse order based on the order that we did the um, seven deadly sins in. And so today will be number seven to counterbalance the lust from number seven in the seven deadly sins uh, with char uh, chastity, which is the uh, number seven um, heavenly virtue. So um, before uh, getting into that, so hopefully we'll wait for Alex for that. I just want to go back over, you know, what we are about. Oh, here's Alex now. Okay. Uh, and just briefly, uh, briefly that, you know, we are on a mission to help people, to help people find themselves, find their true self, their true identity, and be free from the things that bind us, the things that hold us back, the addictions that take our energy away from us so that we can find our most authentic self and live our best, freest life. And that's not to say that we forget about everything. Everything still stays the same, but in our mind, we, may, we, may, we can make steps towards where we feel we need to go, which is true to ourselves. And so one of the, the, the key method for doing this is to heal those traumatic memories. And how do we do that? We were using the methods that were developed by the individual that I see right in front of me, the good looking guy with the glasses. Um, Alex Lloyd and the healing code and this energy medicine that is so profound and so effective 
and yet so simple uh, that really only requires effort on your part and the, a willingness to, 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 to try it. And uh, the results that Alex has gotten with clients over, I'd say, 30 years now or more, just incredible. And testimonial after testimonial, myself included, um, strange as it may seem, and I'm from a traditional medical background who should be really skeptical of all this type of energy medicine. When it happens, when you feel the shift, when your stress starts going away, when you're able to live freely without having different negative thoughts or negative impulses come on, then you're convinced. And that's the only way I believe that we're, we'll truly be able to convince all of you is to have you try it and, and be convinced. So, you know, that's our goal and that's our hurdle really is to, to, to get people in and involved. And like Alex has said before, we're not charging a penny for this. This is totally free. And maybe we should be, but at least from my own perspective, I see this as God's work. This, this kind of this kind of work doesn't have a price on it. And, and we get paid back by the success and, and the good that we do for other people. And that's, that's, that's my payment. I'm sure that's his payment as well. We do need to pay the bill still though. So there's, there's a balance to everything anyway. So going back to today's um, topic, the first of seven weeks in the seven heavenly virtues. And I, I'm going to pass it to Alex because I, I'm not entirely sure how this will work, but chastity is the topic. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Dave, very much. Um, sorry I'm late. I was at a meeting and um, there was uh, standstill traffic uh, coming back to my office. So I apologize for that. Um, although it was fascinating, I, I met with a lady. There were I met with several people, but uh, there was a lady that was there and uh, she told me her story. And her story was that like 20 years ago, she did the healing code got the, read the book, did the healing code for six months, never missed a day. All right. Didn't notice any big difference. And she was doing it for a major health problem. I think it was some type of cancer. And so um, she stopped doing the healing codes after six months, assumed, okay, well, either, either uh, it doesn't work for anybody or it works for other people, but it doesn't work for me. But in whatever case, it hasn't worked for me. So she quit doing it at, at six months. All right. Did not do it for 20 years. Okay. Um, came back to it like a year ago after trying like 30 other things in the last 20 years and felt like none of them worked, including standard medicine. And so she picked up her old healing code book again about a year ago and did it for like three weeks and felt this major shift. Anyway, long story short, she goes in, her cancer's completely gone uh, that she'd had for 20 plus years. And they had tried all kinds of stuff, wouldn't go away. And what she said was, I'm so grateful that the cancer's gone, but the very 
first thought I had after that was, but if I had done it one more month, 20 something years ago when I did it, I believe I would have been healed then and, and, and would have been cancer free for these 20 plus years from something that really kind of dominated my life and my thinking and, and said, what are those 20 years worth to me? And she said, I'd give anything to go back and, and, and do it another month and have this heal and not have had this for 20 years. Well, no one can know for sure whether she had had, would have it for 20 years or if it would have worked after one more month or whatever. But I did like her point that, and this is what Dr. Ben and I used to say all the time, the only way we know it doesn't work is on the shelf. Um, there have now been 20 double-blind studies, and in those 29 du 20 double-blind studies, they looked at 72 life issues, 72 from cancer to anxiety, depression, relationship, all that, okay? Um, they've never done a study on any issue and found it didn't work for that. That's, that's the only thing they haven't found. Um, so um, I believe it is safe to say this should help with whatever you're going through uh, and, and probably more than help, but for sure should help. But consistency is important. Doing it every day as best you can uh, is important. Okay. That, sorry about that. Chastity, chastity. Um, this is actually my favorite way to use the codes, even though I hardly ever talk about it. How much does that make sense? Not much. Um, you can use the codes to eliminate a negative, but you can also use the codes to create or release a positive. And sometimes if you do the positive, the negative heals much faster than if you focused on the negative, all right? So I would try that if you're using the codes, I would try it to eliminate a negative, but then I would also turn around and use that same code a lot of times to create or release the positive opposite, okay? Last week, I believe we talked about um, the seven, the, the deadly sin that was lust, all right? which is the kind of the negative side of sexuality to me. This week, we're talking about chastity, which is kind of the opposite of lust, kind of the positive side of, of sex. And, and I want to start with this, and then I'll throw it back to Dave real quick. Um, I'll never forget, I was engaged, but not married. And... Um, I was talking to this um, gentleman who had who I saw as kind of a mentor to me, not my lifelong mentor. This was another gentleman, but um, a man I really respected who had been married a long time. I, I had not ever been married, was looking forward to it. And um, I said, if you if, if if you could go back and do one thing in regard to your marriage, what would that one thing be? And his answer surprised me. <clears throat> he said, 
if if I could have one wish related to my, my marriage, excuse me, he said it would be to go back and to never have even touched another woman, to not have kissed another woman, to not have held another woman's hand, for, for my wife to have been the first for everything. The first time I ever held a woman's hand, first time I ever kissed a woman, first time I ever hugged a woman, first time I ever had sex with a woman. He said, that's the one thing I would change because I had been pretty um, sexually active before marriage and I had done things with a lot of women. And I believe that hurt our honeymoon, it hurt our wedding. And I believe, and he said, and I believe maybe it's not hurt our marriage, but I believe if I could go back and change that where it was the first, it would have benefited our marriage. All right. And, and to me, that is the first day that I really understood, I think, the value of chastity and the value of only having sexual contact with people that it is right, it is love-based on both sides. And because of that, you have this incredible, almost otherworldly intimacy that you rarely feel at that at, when you have that kind of intimacy at the moment of orgasm it's otherworldly it's like nothing else on planet earth i believe it's the mount everest of feelings on planet earth all right so i don't say that to make you feel guilty uh, I'd done sexual stuff before I got married. Now I was a virgin, but I'd done about everything but intercourse, all right? And I know most of you who are listening today have already done sexual things. So I'm not saying that to make you feel guilty. Just, just start now. Start now with every sexual encounter being one that is right, that is <clears throat> healthy, that is someone you love and that loves you and that you can look in their eyes at the moment of orgasm with pure unconditional love. They look at you with pure unconditional love and the internal feelings are absolutely explosive in a positive way. And I actually have, believe, have wondered for years, Dave, if that could heal people, literally heal you of disease and illness and stuff like that, that type of sexual encounter. And I don't know, but I would not doubt it one bit because that kind of sex, I believe, is not only the highest you can go as far as feelings, it's also the highest you can go as far as health. We already know that sexual activity is healthy to the human body, very healthy, okay? In fact, there's things it does that nothing else does, all right? But you add to that, it being right, and you love them unconditionally, they love you unconditionally, 
Oh my goodness. Oh baby, I used to say. There's not even words for that. So if you've not experienced that, because maybe either the unconditional love wasn't there on one side or the other, or, 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 or you had done all kinds of things in, that weren't completely right, were just messing around kind of, that's okay, that's okay. But start now, start now. And it will change your life. And, and I can say that without 1% of disclaimer. You have that kind of sex, It'll change your life in a positive way. It may even heal you physically. So that's my two cents, Dave. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. Um, I don't have that much to say, um, except that question. So how can we control our thoughts and impulses? So I see somebody. I'm attracted to them. I have impulses. How can I control that? Just, oh, just try to force myself not to be. And one thing is I don't want to, I don't want to be chat chased or chat, cha I have chastity based on something like guilt where, you know, or yeah. some negative emotion that would um, cause me to be that way. That would be no, just, so it wants to be genuine. It has to be healthy. So the only thing I can think of is, you know, I need to heal my own drivers of, of, of my behavior. Like for instance, with, I've told the story before about growing up, you know, have with molestation. So I was the subject of, of that. And um, until I was able to heal that and forgive the person, I don't think, I mean, I had the porn addiction and everything, you know, the taking of innocence that we've talked about before also, I don't think I would have been able to control that. I don't think I was, I mean, I wasn't. And so that's tough, I think, you know, for me, healing that has put me in a place where I really don't have that type of impulse anymore. I think, can I interrupt, Dave? Yeah. I think one of the key things is right here, uh, your prefrontal cortex is your experience simulator. It's how you try something before you buy it. It's, it's, it's how you imagine it might be that helps you determine whether to do it or not. The problem is, our, uh, and this is research out the wazoo, multiple sources, Scientific American is one of the best ones in the last few years, but all of them agree. Your pre, the problem with your prefrontal cortex is it lies all the time. So you see an attractive woman and you think, and you immediately go to, okay, maybe her without clothes, her, uh, us having sex, and you have, and you picture that and you have feelings related to that. What you have to do though, is immediately say, whoa, 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 time out, time out, time out. Is, is my prefrontal cortex lying to me? Is if I do that, is it going to end up hollow? Is it going to end up like meaningless? Is it going to make me feel even worse than I feel now? Well, I think there's a good chance if you don't love that person and they don't love you, that's exactly how it could end up. Okay. And so that may be something you have to talk to the other person a little bit 
about to get to see, okay, where are they coming from? Is this just a casual hookup or do they really care about me? Okay, but just know that, that your prefrontal cortex lies all the time. So as soon as you start envisioning what might happen, you've got to immediately with your conscious intention say, okay, okay, stop. Is that the truth or am I being internally lied to and it would not turn out that way? Okay. And, and I think when you do that, you can have a pretty decent sense once you do the timeout and say, okay, I'm not just taking what you give me. I want the truth. Then you can start getting better information, I think. But just going on, oh, attractive woman to me, prefrontal cortex, imagine it. Yeah, that's going to be good. Boy, that's a coin flip. It may end up terrible. Okay. So that, in other words, the internal information you're getting that says, yeah, go for it, may be a total lie and you're walking into quicksand. Okay. So you need to pause and consciously reevaluate. Okay. Wait a minute. How much do I care about them? Because if I don't love them, it's not going to turn out good. How much do they care about me? If they don't care about me, it's not going to turn out good. If it's not right for us at this time, it's not going to turn out right. All right. So to me, Dave, that's critical. And that's a piece of hardware that's malfunctioning because uh, based on the latest research, about 50% of what we believe about our life is simply not true. We have corrupted files, just like a computer. And um, until those are healed, and they can be, that's what we do. But until they're healed, you can't be sure you're getting accurate information about something you might want to do or not do. So sorry to take so long, but that's, yeah. that's it for me. I just want to get one more thing, Alex. I want to get your validation on this, because I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. But the difference between healthy sexual desire and unhealthy sexual desire how can we make that distinction and th the thing that i came up with and i'm not sure I, this is what i want to get your opinion on if if it involves in any way ma a manipulation a coercion bullying or some type of control mechanism unhealthy control mechanism that comes to mind that's that's included with that desire then that would be an indication to ourselves that it's unhealthy versus if you're just having se normal sexual desire and you don't have any of those other impulses. Could you, is that, am I off the mark or? No, no, no. I, I, I think you're, I think you're on the mark, Mark. I think the number one filter is morality. Is, is in, in my opinion and belief system, is this, a moral thing to do. And number two, is it two people who deeply care about each other? That's the second filter. And then the third filter, of course, is mutual agreement without coercion or any of that. So those are my three filters. Mm -hmm. Great. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. You want to start? Sure. Okay. So this is going to be for chastity. 
we pray, we request that all negative cellular memories, unhealthy habits, false limiting beliefs that are related, any relationship issues that are related to lust, that they be opened and healed and replaced and focused upon with chastity through love, light, truth, and God for chastity. Amen. Okay. And the first position is both hands in the temples for chastity, for purity. And by the way, when, when it's right, I don't know that there's much healthier on planet Earth than healthy sex. Okay, second position, left hand temple, right hand bridge. Left hand temple, right hand bridge. Third position, both hands, jaws, both hands, jaws. So does it all apply to flirting as well, Alex? Yeah, or? yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, and if you can get through all three of those filters we talked about, the fourth one would be be unselfish. Try to, try to make sure the other person is fulfilled first. If you fight about that, that's a pretty good fight as fights go. It's like the difference between giving and taking. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Always give, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Left hand Adam's apple, right hand bridge. Left hand Adam's apple, right hand bridge. And by the way, I've counseled with a lot of people, young people who were into the hooking up thing. Mm -hmm. I've yet to find one that really enjoyed it. Now, I found a few guys who said they enjoyed it, but when we dug down, they really didn't. Mm -hmm. It sounds great. It just doesn't deliver. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, back to the beginning, both hands, temples. Both hands, temples, position one. Second position, left hand temple, right hand bridge. Left hand temple, right hand bridge. For chastity. Third position, both hands, jaws, both hands, jaws. 
fourth position, left hand Adam's apple, right hand bridge. Left hand Adam's apple, right hand bridge. And back to position one, both hands temples, both hands temples. Okay, that's two cycles. All right, let's go to uh, point, uh, side of the hand. Temples. Collarbones, little finger, under the nose, eyebrows, middle finger, temples again. Collarbones again, thumb, under the eyes, under the nipples, under the arms, index finger, Sore spot, chin, 9G, eyes open, closed, open, eyes down to the left, down to the right, circle your eyes, circle back the other way. Please activate governing and conception vessel four times, four times. If it hurts, you're pressing too hard. This calms the central nervous system. It's often called yin and yang. You can call it whatever you want. I like watching Dave's eyes when he does the circle your eyes thing. <laughs> you look like you're a 10 year old little boy when you do that i probably look five <laughs> all right uh custom healing centers throat please open and harmonize base or root on the pubic bone please open and harmonize forehead please open and harmonize under the belly button, please open and harmonize. Crown, please open and harmonize. Middle of the stomach, please open and harmonize. And heart, please open and harmonize. And then I would do left hand forehead, right hand brainstem. Just get comfortable in this position for about a minute. 
brainstem and what it's connected to is your unconscious, subconscious, ancestral mind, your prefrontal cortex, forehead, and what it's connected to is basically conscious intention, mind, will, and emotions. So we're pouring usable energy into your total mind. Very, very powerful. You could probably just do this and get some really good results. And then both hands over the heart. Slow, deep breaths, one after the other. Let the code process. When you're ready, take a look at the zero to 10 and make note of any change. And when you're ready, open your eyes and come back to the day. And I've got a few minutes, Johanna, if we have any questions or comments. Okay. Or Dave could just sit and do his eyes in a circle and, <laughs> and we could all enjoy that. <laughs> okay, we have one hand up, this is Annie. So Annie, if you want to unmute your line. Hi doctors, hi Johanna. I hope you guys are enjoying your week. Hi. Johanna and Dr. Alex, I was listening to you guys chat um, before um, Dr. Alex came on and I was, um, it was funny because I actually had a question I wanted to ask that's sort of related to what you were talking about with, which was pregnancy and birth and that sort of thing. Um, I have a girlfriend who is, her blood type is negative. I think she's B negative. I'm also B negative. And she will have to have the Rogam shot. Um, I had to have it during my pregnancy, but that was seven years ago. Um, there's some concern that, you know, because the Rogam shot is made from um, plasma from blood donors. And there's some concern that, you know, people who have received the COVID vaccine are, you know, donating the plasma and, you know, there's some fear there that maybe the Rogam shot is, you know, maybe tainted with the vaccine. I don't have any idea, um, but I know that there's some fear. And so I thought maybe I'll ask and see if they have any advice. I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, WebMD says that Rogam is um can cause harm to an unborn baby mm -hmm. and they would advise to stay away from that if you're pregnant okay. um, so with dave who knows everything about medicine and and little bit that i know and neither one of us knows specifically uh i would defer to webmd Okay. And, uh, and B okay. negative is a very rare blood type. I think that's 5% or less of the population. It is. Yeah, I'm B negative. Um, and I received the Rogam shot during my first pregnancy because I thought, oh gosh, I, I didn't know. And I just thought, yeah. okay, I'll just go along with it. But I was kind of curious. I thought, well, my girlfriend, she already had one pregnancy and got the Rogam shot. And for her second pregnancy, I thought, well, does she need the Rogam shot again if she's not planning on having any more children after? Yeah, that's a, that's an ask your doctor thing. Okay. And if there is, like, let's say there's an issue, would the codes help with that? Or, you know, like, let's say there is, you know. I, I would a hundred times out of a hundred 
asked by pregnant people or people that know pregnant people that question would say, I would absolutely have someone who is pregnant doing the codes, not only for themselves, but for the baby as well. Um, I was born with like 15 different birth defects. I think a lot of them were because my mom was told she was going to die when she had me. Um, you can you can imagine how scary that would be. Uh, mm -hmm. Some of them were big birth defects. Some of them were small birth defects. Okay, but all of them were some issue in my life. So um, I wouldn't want to do anything that could damage a pregnancy, but I would want to do everything that could help. So I, I absolutely believe the healing codes help and, and would advise that. Thank you so much. Thank you. And right. Johanna, I'm going to have to run. Okay, Alex. I love, love you. I love you, Dave. Right. Thank oh, you, yeah. everybody. Love you. Sorry I was late. Have a great okay. week. Okay. All right. So um, we'll try another question. See, if anybody else has a question, it's star nine. Star nine on your phone. It's going to raise your hand. And if not, I don't see any questions now. So if not, then we'll go ahead into the next part of our call. And that is where I'm going to stop the recording. And we will open.